Yo, check us out. Chuck D, public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking God. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, dog? This is e This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. It's your boy, DJ Paul KOL for 36 Young Busy Bone. Vice One. This your man, Matt Mine, the Hellraiser. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Share stuff, everybody. But like, 
at the same time, go buy their merch. Just that's where they're gonna make their money right now. So, or if you yeah. feel like it, you know, a lot of people have those donate links on Spotify and stuff like that too. And and I, I feel like, bro, if you're really for somebody, it it don't matter their status. Go ahead and just donate to them. You know, that's your entertainment, right? So, yeah, absolutely, opinion. absolutely. I mean, I shit, I'm I'm grateful for all the uh, ones that hit our page up. You know, from time to time, you know, for the donation. You know, what I mean, uh, when yeah, you're doing dude. stuff in the music industry. Um, a lot of times there's not much of a return, especially now with due to oversaturation. I mean, there's a oh billion podcasts out there. There's a billion underground artists out there, you know, so you got to really be inventive and uh, come up with different things. But um, you right. yourself, though, Coltrane, w- when did you start rapping? Did you start rapping when you were in Billings, Montana? Oh, or yeah. No? Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I, uh, I probably started, like, if you want to say, like, the first time I did a show, I think I was, like, 15 or 16. Wow. So, you know, like, late 90s, I suppose. You know, and, uh, but that was rough. I'm going to tell you that much. Like, uh, being in an area like that, you think Montana, you think, like, oh, well, country music, et cetera. Well, it's rough to even make it like that there. It's kind of, the, the the market hates itself there. Like, they don't, nobody's proud to be from Billings, Montana kind of deal when they're younger. So, like, but we used to kill it in, uh, I did shows at, like, FOE, um, which is Fraternal Order of the Eagles. There's just some dive bar kind of deal and ended up building kind of a following and just, man, just kept plugging away. Had a radio show there for a while um, with uh, with a DJ on 101.9 Rye Bread, and he kind of kind of did whatever he wanted so it didn't last as long as we wanted it to, you know, because they were a pop station at the time. But we were playing, playing about whatever the hell we felt like. So... But I don't know, I've been around for a minute, bro. I'm kind of like the known unknown. Like, I I get a lot of, uh, well, I recognize him. And, oh, that's you? And it's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I've been around. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's a situation where, uh, you know, um, you got history in the game. So you're not coming into this as somebody that's new. I mean, uh, uh, you, you've been doing this for a while. Um, now, yeah. What was the rap scene like in Billings? I mean, um, I actually, you know, Black Dog from Murder Dog, he did, he, he interviewed some rappers from there at one point in time. Uh, is, it, is it popping at all, or is it just a few people? Um, to be honest, I am pretty out of touch with, with Billings. I, uh, I, I check I check back here and there just to see if there's anybody that I feel is actually like working towards a goal. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, Billings is like for people get the wrong impression. It's actually kind of gritty in a lot of ways. Like a lot of drug problems and the reservations have quite a bit of problems and stuff. And I think a lot of people they get uh, stuck with like a hopeless feeling because you're in this area that doesn't um, there's nothing around there. Ain't shit to do. You know, you, you can't like go to a, a professional game or you can't do shit, basically. You can't go to the ocean. I mean, if you don't like to, like, fish or hunt, you're kind of stuck. And then there's a lot of just drugs. That's just what people do there. So there's a lot of negativity. Uh, when I was doing it, man, I just kept, like I said, I found any venue that would even let us do a local rap show. Because uh, at the time, like, uh, Sean Lynch from 1111 Entertainment, and he's a great dude. He does, and he worked with Jade Presents. I don't know if you know any of that stuff. But uh, anyway, he would bring... You know, he's one. Of, he he brought tech in for the first time. I mean, before that, it was legitly like, I think the only the closest thing when I was a kid that Billings, Montana had to like rap or anything like that was Boys to Men came to the Metro, which is like the bigger arena there. You know, so there's not a whole lot of like, I don't know. Nobody supports anybody. Is I wish they would. I really do wish they would. Like but, a crab uh, the bucket mentality. Yeah, pretty much, bro. And like, um, you know, there's there's a lot of areas like that. I'm sure there's a lot of people who will hear this. They're like, shit, this is just like my city. Well, I'll tell you what, though. I kept plugging away, found a venue, just did it, did it, did it, did it. Eventually started getting like return on it. I actually made quite a bit of money off these little shows. We were only pulling in about three, 400 people max, you know, typically it'd be like 100, 150. And then, so kind of got my promotion skills going there or whatever. And uh, I even brought Doomsday up there, Twisted Insane. And, uh, I don't know. Just, just keep plugging away. That's what I did. Be totally honest with you. Let's and go, then um, you know you get to go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. 
Oh, I just came. Then you get the stigma too there too. Uh, like you know, you're a white dude from Billings, Montana. So what? What the fuck are you doing rapping? <laughs> you know, but. I I tell you what, man. Writing for Murder Dog and doing this show for many years, man. I've I've heard of rappers from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And there's some dope scenes out there, like Omaha, Nebraska. Um, yeah. Very talented do, individuals out there. So I mm-hmm. feel what you're saying. You know, yeah. um, let's give them a taste of, uh, you know what I'm saying, some of your music, and then I want to come back and find out all about how you uh, connected with Doomsday. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. you sent me three of these bangers. I didn't listen to any of them, so I'm going to let you choose. We got <laughs> Let's Talk About It, Goblins and Ghouls, and Insight, man. Which one do you want to go with first? Um, let's just start with, uh, let's go ahead and go with Insight. Let's lead off with Insight. It's a pure solo track. Okay, this is a solo one. Now, who did the production? I, I did everything. Yeah, I do pretty oh, much okay. everything. There's a, yeah, I mean, there's a few people I mess with, but pretty much I do uh, make the beat, engineer, et cetera. Um, this one, though, Insight, and actually, actually, now I think about it, Insight, and let's talk about it, uh, my stepson made. So, now, now I think about it, I just did the engineering on them, so... Well, that's what's up, man. Multi-talented. We'll be right back here with Coltrane. Don't go nowhere. Yep, yep. My wake-up stretch blast, breath of newborn cigarettes. Money in my pocket, I'ma make that figure flex. Mine come and collect. Coffee with my lady figure fresh. Fuck those trying to fade me, smash the scripture like a wreck. Game plan insane driven. Push it past the crest, push it past the rest. Remember the slain on my chest. My reign to never rest. Red and devilish. My enemies heart in memory after death. I ingest. I samurai step with the sword on my right. I'll be damned if I lose. Stay with polar in sight. Posture straight eyes full. Poker this life cold out the holster, homie drawn toward the night. Raps like a shotgun blast, bit deep and spread the heat. Window roll down, mirror reflection on the beat. There's a difference in my sound, no second guess my speech. Fine, old, what's in the road? Shelter like an orca when I breach. I don't own a Lamborghini. I rent, bro. I don't even own a house. You know what I'm saying? And uh, 
Right, so I'm not trying to talk like that, you know. But, no, yeah, I, I do like to get personal sometimes. But I also like to just spit, though, too, man. If I feel aggressive and the beat's a certain way, I'll just kind of say whatever the fuck I feel like. I don't really I – don't, I don't put a lot of thought into certain tracks. I just – I feel like you get the realest and best result if you just go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. You got to uh, – <clears throat> and it's authentic, too, that way. You know? Um, yeah. And they appreciate it. Once you build a fan base, they're going to come back every time and support what you're doing. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's very, very important. Now, um, you're a producer as well. Um, when did you get involved with production, and what do you like doing more, rapping or producing? Oh, uh, I don't know. I kind of, you know, production is necessity, okay? And we'll go back to, like, the, the Billings, Montana thing. When I first started off, bro, like, there was – they wouldn't let you do rap in a studio there. You couldn't, like, book time. Like, you just couldn't. So, like, that was part of the problem. Like, when I first started, I was uh, – I would uh, take singles from, like, you know, Target or some shit and uh, get the, the single had an instrumental on it, and I'd record stuff on a karaoke machine. <laughs> Like, for real. So, I mean, it was all necessity. Uh, when I, I got out of prison in 2004, I linked up with the dude from Co-Agency Montana, which he's actually pretty successful. He's a native dude. Uh, his name's Superman. And uh, he kind of showed me the way of how to go about things. First actual studio I went into, uh, just everything. So, you know, it was it was a lot of necessity. So I, I like writing and I like rapping and I like, I don't know. I like all aspects, bro. I guess I guess I have no good answer for that, to be totally honest with you. But it was out of necessity that I started doing some of the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's like it kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, it's a blessing to be able to do both, you know, especially, right. you know, if you, uh, you know, um, don't want to deal with a bunch of producers or not, you know, or wait on anybody. You can get it done right then and there. Um, yep. How did you hook up with, uh, you know what I'm saying, Pitt and Doomsday Productions? Uh, well, I want to say uh, the the story would go is I, I actually was looking for a feature from Eclipse because I had talked uh-huh. to him, and I want to say it was on Facebook, but I'm not totally sure. It could have been fucking MySpace, bro, to be honest with you. But, like, <laughs> um, anyway, and then I started talking to him and Playboy, and then me and Playboy just started chopping it up a bunch and, you know, got the feature. I hadn't even talked to Pitt at this point. And then um, I ended up going on tour with them, the Reaper tour, with uh, Knothead. And uh, I don't know, we just became tight, bro. Like, just like that. You know what I'm saying? Kept in contact for some years, did some tracks. And then uh, the, then when Doom just kind of went away, well, all contact. Man, you couldn't get a hold of them guys, I swear, even me. And then uh, a couple of years ago, or, well, not even a couple of years ago, last year. This is how fast things have been moved, man. Last year, like, pretty much around this time exactly, I had seen a Facebook uh, post from his son, Marquise, and it's, I seen Pitt in it, and so I started bugging Marquise, and he actually re- answered, because these dudes don't really check their social media shit, you know? And then uh, that's how we linked back up, man. Got a call, and here we go. And Pitt, you know... um, he was telling me that he was very reluctant for many years to get back into the rap game. Um, mm-hmm. So, man, much props to you. You must have uh, been really egging him on, man. How how did you convince him to come back? Bro, bro, we are, like, me and Pitt are literally one and the same. You might, you know, it might seem kind of weird or whatever, but we just are. And, uh, like, when I when I was talking to him, I mean, we've been, like, best friends for a long time. And then it's just, like, like I said, we just out of touch and shit so as soon as i started talking to him bro it was pretty much like two days and i was like what what the fuck do you got to lose and he was like kind of milling it around so that night i just went in and i dropped like a track with a hook and then i fucking sent it to him <laughs> and then and, and then after that he was like all right so that's just kind of how it went bro and then you know a lot of the, like he didn't you know at times i don't feel like he realizes like kind of how west coast iconic he is like in a lot of ways i mean he's pit right like he's just pit bro like that's that at the end of the day there's he, he to me he's like close to a west coast version of like odb or something he's just you can't or like the Vegas you can't pioneers. dude there's no getting around it they're, they're, they're so undervalued doomsday it makes you kind of fucking sick like when i talk to them and shit on tour and stuff i'm like man we need to figure out a way to get your shit digital 
and just start pushing it this way because in my eyes, and I'm not taking any shots, obviously, but I feel like fucking they should be right where Lynch is right now. And Lynch yeah. is my boy, dude. Like, I, I don't know him like they do, okay? Like, I don't know Lynch. But I'm saying that's what I grew up on was Doomsday and Lynch. And to me, they're one and the same, so. Yeah, and that's, yeah absolutely. That, that's well, they're from the same camp. They're from the, you know, well, at least, you know, black market records. Mm, and um, yep. they spit that sickness, man. They're all about the, the uh, yeah. you know, uh, Doom said something real good the other day. He said, "Doom is reality, and sometimes reality is not good." And uh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's real. You know it's real yeah. as fuck. Yep, <clears throat> it is. You know it is. But you guys seem to I'm... work together real well. Like you guys got mm-hmm. a real good chemistry. You know. Um, yeah. Did that happen organically, or did it have to develop? No, that's, bro, I'm telling you, we're just, we're like best friends, bro. It, it's just, uh, there, like, there's never a moment when it's like, he's like, if he, if he hits me up, he's like, hey, Colt, I want to make a song about pirates. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then I say yes. And we just fucking do it. Like, that's literally how this goes. Like, you know what I mean? But we do critique each other, but not like, it doesn't even matter. Cause like, we do mesh that well together, I believe. You know what I mean? So it, it makes it extremely easy and effortless. And, uh, you don't get that working with people. Yeah, sometimes it's, it can be like pulling teeth because egos, you know. So. Yeah, absolutely. But. Egos, egos fuck things up, man. Um, and that's very unfortunate because I think a lot of great projects would have been made over the years if egos weren't involved. You know, um, yeah. I'd love to see a like right now. You got this super group. I think it's got Ice Cube. Uh, too short, uh, E40 and uh, Snoop Dogg oh, together. Oh my God! They should have yeah. been doing shit That's... like that for years. You know, yeah, I want to see Spice good. One, MCA, and and Sebo do an album together or something oh, like that. Oh my you God! Know? Yeah, that Bro, would be dope. You know what? That would be a track to like just put together and do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, I'm all about that. Like, I tried to kind of put together some shit here and there that I would like to arrange and see, like. Uh, there's a dude out here, uh, you know what Cool Nuts is, right? Yeah. Maybe, might not be your genre. Anyway, uh, he, I ended up putting him on a track with Twisted Insane and stuff, and just, just, I like to mesh people together that you might not normally hear, I suppose, you know? Like, uh, so, but also, like, these super groups are great for, like, an album purpose, or at least, like, they should just, like, how they did the freaking uh, uh, Sick Mix or The Plague, they could do stuff like that, you know, more often. That'd be nice, too. Yeah, I like. But, yeah, that, but yeah, well, that's so, something that might be in the in, in the works. He was telling us, so that yeah. would uh, that would be dope to uh, see. I think people yeah. would uh, really like to um, see another one of those. I mean, because it's been it's been a long time, but also a doomsday uh, project as well. If they do that, do you think? Um, it would be uh, uh, something that you would be able to be featured on as well, at least at least a track or two on each project, maybe. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, nope, there's nope. so much up in the air right now that like I don't even know where to begin with it. But I definitely, I'm, I mean, I don't want, I can't speak for that. What if they don't want me on it? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't see that not happening. Yeah. I guess is my point. But like, uh, it's very realistic that I would do production on it and et cetera. So like, and. At this point, like, wherever Pitt goes, I'm going to be, and wherever I'm going to be, Pitt's going to be, and that's just kind of how it is at this point. So, um, but I'm I'm really working on a lot of things, and, and sometimes this shit's a little bit more complicated than it seems, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, why, why, why don't you re-release the Doomsday shit, you know what I'm saying, like this and that. Well, there's a lot of moving parts, you know, I, we get a lot of questions like that. Uh, there's a lot of, like, stuff where you get questions, too, about Doomsday, where it's like, uh, can I get a hold of anything from the Raiders of Doom? And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, these guys don't even have that shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. but they're, they are overdue to do new stuff. And like, um, I'm just going to keep working at it. Just like I, like I said, I keep plugging away at shit and it does kind of happen. And uh, part of this too is like, you know, this trials and tribulations that me and Pitt are coming out with, you know, we're going to keep pushing on this stuff. And, 
we're gaining ground, and the more ground we gain, the more real a doomsday project becomes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, and, and, uh, and it's something that's. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's just they're they're so talented. You know, um, yeah. all the all the shit they put out is, is revered by their fans as classics. I reviewed Filthy, um, and uh, I reviewed Playboy 7's Horror. So in the same year, I got to review Filthy Horror. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always tell That's people crazy. that shit. But yeah, that, those yeah. Are, I mean, all those albums are classics, you know, and timeless, too. They are, they are. They're, they're, they're literally like, um, as far, far as how iconic I feel they are, like, uh, they are the most underrated, undervalued group on the West Coast. <laughs> Period. Like, I don't, you know, like, they should be, yeah. like, mob figure status, as, as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? Like, they should be, like, we're, we're going to work on this. They're going to get back out there, bro. Well, Watch. I'll tell you happen. what. When we, were, when we were covering them in Murder Dog and, and, and stuff like that, that was the pre-YouTube era. You know what I mean? The pre-social uh, media area, uh, era. It wasn't really popping off yet. Um Mm-hmm. If they would have, if we would have had social media back then, oh yeah, yeah, those guys would have been extremely huge. I was telling Pitt that the reason we couldn't get distribution was because of the Freak of the Month ad. That's what all the uh, big time uh, publishers <laughs> were telling us. They're like, "Well, we could deal with the guns, but you got a naked girl right in the middle here every month, you know, or every issue." Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but those, um, you know, they were huge in the murder dog days. I mean, people who are from that era, remember, they saw Doomsday, you know, up in the murder dog all the time, you know. And, yeah, um, bro, I'm telling you, murder that's dog. That's why I'm happy about them. What's that? I said, that's why I'm so happy about them, you know, coming back and making music and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to work on that. And I'm just going to say, I don't know if Pitt said anything. But, like, there's going to be an Eclipse feature on the Trials and Tribulations album, too. So, like, I don't know oh, yeah. how we're going to promo it or what, but it there's things in the works, man. And I want anybody that's hearing this and that has heard Pitt's interview as well is just to, like, make sure you like, share, because we need to kind of get our fingers back out there. We're getting a lot of love in, like, Europe, too, to be honest. Like, Germany seems like it's uh, Denmark. We got a lot of stuff going on. Um, So... You know, there's a, a global market, and but we want to keep the home base, these people that grew up with Doomsday. And Murder Dog, for real, like, when Murder Dog was popping, bro, that was, like, the only thing I fucking read as far as music. I didn't trust, like, I didn't like the source. I didn't like uh, XXL, none of that stuff. So back then, uh, that's what I what I was into, too. So I totally get what you mean. And they do have, like, a cult following, bro, like, kind of like um, yeah. Ash versus the Evil Dead-ish, you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, they uh, well, they uh, you know they should be right there, like you said, with um, you know the the <clears throat> the Lynches and the X Rateds and all the people mm-hmm. from that era, because uh, like I said, you you take those those albums, fifteen, you take um, Pray for Me, Filthy, uh, the Plague, everything else they've done, you know, uh, uh, compilations they've done, nothing was weak. That was all hard, no shit. Brutal. I know. Brutal. I know it, bro. But I'm glad uh, you you got them out of retirement. Yeah, 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 it took a while, but I did it. Bro, I was plugging away, like I said, like, I keep using that term, but it's the truth. I don't know how to say it. Like, I was banging my head up against a brick wall trying to figure out if these dudes were okay. Like, you know what I mean? And every, every time I turned around, like, people were like, nope, nope. Nope, haven't even heard a damn thing about him. Not even like Twisted Sand had heard anything about him at the time. Because no. I asked him years back. When I did, yeah, because I did a show with him in Great Falls. I I did quite a few shows with him. He used to go to Great Falls quite a bit, and uh, you know they're pretty close too. So you know when people just they just fell off the map, bro. But I'm I'm very happy about it, and we're gonna keep getting these projects out, dog. And uh, it's just gonna grow. Is is the end result there? Well, bring that people, are people are yeah. excited. People are excited. When they, I put a clip on the YouTube, um, and uh, a few of the guys, man, right away, like, oh man, we've been waiting for this for years. So yeah, they're I real uh, amped up, and uh, 
we're going to get them more amped up. We're going to give them uh, another track right here, and then when we come back, I'm going to bring out my uh, brother, Tim, from France. I know he's got a couple questions for you. But uh, hey, I'm gave him insight. What do you want to go with next? So let's talk about it or goblins uh, and ghouls. Yeah, let's 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 do uh, let's talk about it because I want to end with uh, track with me and Pitt. This let's talk about it. It's uh, featured Mac Mall. Mac Mall, that's what's up, man. Tell me about this one. Uh, how did you uh, connect with Mac Mall? Man, just um, God, I didn't remember who I talked to, but I basically just hit him up, bro. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then we started chopping it up and uh one thing led to the other and it worked. And uh I had uh put together the 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 track in about like three hours and had it sent off to him and next day he uh went and recorded. That's how that worked and we're still in touch and I, I'm possibly gonna be working with him again in the future. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah legend, man. His yeah, album yeah. Untouchable Dude. for those of you who've been in the cave and ain't up on him. You need to get, man, um, you know what I'm saying, illegal business. You need to get uh, Untouchable. Yeah. That 96 album, man, that really was Untouchable. That was one of the best projects that yeah. year. Bro. You know, there was a lot of good gold, shit in 96. Yeah, you know? yep. I went gold, I'm pretty sure of it, bro. Yep. But, yeah. I should have been definitely four or now. five times platinum, man, easily. Fucking easily. legendary, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Here we go, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, Golden Dream featuring Mac Mall. Murder Master Music. Be right back. Let's talk about it. Legacies built on bridge. 
Yes, those not nezzy here. Let's let's talk about it. Hey. Welcome back to the uh, Murder Master Music Show, episode 784. We got Cold Drain with us. Uh, man, that's another banger right there. Featuring Mac Mall. Let's talk about it. Um, hey. Is that, is, what project is that going to be on? Or is that out right now? Or? That's that's actually out, bro. Uh, both those tracks come off an uh, album I put out before we put out Blood October called Run It Back. Uh, it was actually a project that I was working on when me and Pitt just because once once we decided to do what we were gonna do, like I didn't have time to finish that off. But it still got twelve songs on it, and it's uh, something I put out right before Blood October. So, oh. but, well, I mean, you got yeah, stuff I mean, like, uh, out and stuff coming out. You got an arsenal. Do- yeah, yeah, there's a lot, man. I'm sitting on stuff too right now. It it's a matter of time and sometimes and then um just just what it is. I mean, right now all focus on is on trials and tribulations, obviously, right for us. But um there there's things we, we, we have kind of sitting around it and then um then uh we're gonna be gearing up for a uh, pit solo 'cause that's 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 a pretty important project to me too, because uh, he needs a solo, bro. Like he just does, right? So we're gonna push that next, and uh, sometime in the meantime of all that, I'll be doing my own thing. So, but yeah. I also uh, work with some artists out of Spokane, and um, one's man with no name. And me and Pitter both up on his shit, and uh, that just came out. He just came out with an album called Good, Bad, the Ugly. That one, uh, yeah, I got two tracks on there. Pitt's got one, and then uh, we're gonna be putting out an artist. Uh, no, he's Wrath Poetic Prophet. So check out Wrath. You can find him on a lot of my shit, too. And we're going to be all up on his stuff, too. So we do have a lot of things that we're kind of working on around what we're doing. But our main focus is just strictly trials and tribulations, getting getting that, that name back out there, you know. So we do. Yeah, uh, and you were talking it, about Filthy. Yeah, but, Filthy. No, I was just going to yeah, say, Pitt about, does need a solo album. That would be dope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, two of my big goals, bro, in doing a lot of this stuff is, is like, uh, I would love Pitt. He, he, that's my focus right is uh, his solo after this, and then uh, we can we can talk Eclipse into coming back. I want to get him to do a solo too, bro. Like, so that's I, I want to put that out there. So maybe if, you know enough people start bugging about it, like uh, we can uh, talk him into it. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to yeah. remember the Playboy 7 solo was a motherfucker. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, so. that album, um, it, it, I mean, he had all two alternative covers. One cover, I mean, was as X-rated as you can get. Probably the most explicit cover I've ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm so pissed off because I had, when you know, I reviewed that. And um, mm. I had a copy of that. Someone stole it or I lost it. I don't know what happened. It got misplaced. But you're never going to find something like that again. It's got to be worth a lot of fucking money by now. Bro, uh, some of those Doomsday CDs, not even just that one, they're going for like 600 bucks on eBay yeah. and such. Like, it's pretty crazy. Um, I think I yeah. have it somewhere, actually. When, when I was on tour with them, um, that was everybody. First thing they would ask when they come to the merch booth was, do you have the horror albums, the dirty version? You know, so <laughs> like that's, that's seriously, it was just nonstop, and it's like, nope, we do not. <laughs> that is sold but. the fuck out. Um, I want to bring on Sin uh, from France, man. Um, he knows all about Sin City, man. The one and only Lord hey. Sinister. How you doing, DJ Lord Sinister? 
<laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. High school, high call train. Hey. So, yeah. Um, c- can you tell us about the the song with Spice One, uh, Bloody Blaze, you did with with him, and uh, how it was to record with him? Oh, Spice One is probably one of the coolest legends in the game that I've interacted with. Like, just period. Everything about him was pretty straightforward. Um, I don't know, man. Like, Spice One is top tier to me, like, as far as a professional and uh, just a good good person, man. Like, and I, I, I don't know what else to say about that shit. I was pretty excited <laughs> to do that track, I won't lie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, you you did a song with Eclipse. It was a sickness song, so it was about suicide. Uh, can you tell us about this one too? It was sick. Oh, with Eclipse, suicide. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, Sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, that track uh, I put out there, and that's not even the full track. The full track I, I actually held on to and stuff, but. Uh, that's the one that started everything. Like most of my interaction with Doomsday that I was uh, talking about earlier. Um, and after that, it was just kind of on from there. So um, I had a lot of good response to that track. I, I like doing it at shows. That's probably one of my favorite okay. tracks to do at shows, to be honest. Yeah. You did also a podcast with, uh, with Pete. It was Conversation of Doom. A deep conversation. Can you tell us about about it back in the day? Yeah, yeah. It just kind of came because we were just fucking around talking, and um, uh, why not? I suppose just uh, everybody has a podcast, right? So why not? So basically, what it, what the whole premise of it was is just that's how we talk on the phone, bro. Like me and him will talk like daily, and typically it's just about like it could be about sports, Bigfoot, music, doesn't matter. And so that was the whole point of it. And we're just kind of letting it sit right now because uh, we just got so much going on. The music's more important, to be honest. Okay, yes. Yes, yeah, so, so Doomsday Production have a unique sound in, uh, in Vegas, in, the, in, the, in this type. How it came for you? Can you, <laughs> can you say that again real quick? <laughs> Raiders of Doom? How did, how, um, what did they say? How did he develop uh, or come about to listening to Doomsday or? Yeah, Doomsday have a unique sound. Have a unique sound. Oh, oh, uh. How'd you get your sound? Oh, my sound. Oh, shit. My bad, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, no, I don't know. You know, like, uh, if I was really pin it, like, I'm so all over the place. Because when I grew up, uh, listening to music, I really listened to a lot of, like, 50s and 60s stuff, you know? And then, um, you know, I hit about, like, grade school agent it was all Wu Tang, Nas, uh Spice One, Mac Mall, <laughs> all that kind of shit. But then I had a heavy influence from Onyx. And so I, I always kinda uh developed like I, I sort of, over the years I kinda developed like a grittier voice and now it's just kinda how I talk. I won't I, so uh we just I had Fred Rowe not too long ago. Yeah. Oh really? Ah, bro, man, dude, you should get with me on that because I would love to work with either Fredro or Sticky. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. Hit me up and uh, we'll, we'll connect yep, yep. the dots. Yeah, know? that's um, that's some legendary shit. Pitt has a pretty good story about Onyx actually. I wish she would have told it, but it's uh, maybe we can talk about it later. But anyway, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, uh, what I mean is was uh, also Doomsday Production have a a unique sound because uh, represent, representative of Vegas like uh, you got the Sacktown sound or the Detroit underground sound. Oh. It's, uh, it was a sickness unique in Vegas. Yes, <laughs> it's what I say. So yeah, 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 totally. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> they are very unique, man. Hey, you know that maybe that's a good answer for another question. But yeah, like. Um, they are super unique, dog, and, like, uh, that's where I think music, like, that a lot of people are missing out on these days is uh, everything you hear is this defined, choppy flow, and it's more like, you know, your style comes from a, a vocal effect that doesn't take shit to do anything with, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone from Doomsday, they're just damn, bro. They're so uniquely different from each other as well as, like, um, 
different from anybody in the game, even out at that time. I mean, they're just, that's what makes them iconic in my eyes. Is like there, there's no other doomsday. You can't replicate it. Uh, absolutely, hundred mm-hmm. percent agree with that. <clears throat> you know, um, well, and, and you bringing them back, uh, uh, you know, getting them back in the ring, so to speak, um, it's going to show a whole new generation what's going on. Um, there's one rapper right now who's uh, really building a nice fan base. That's Little Six. Um, mm-hmm. We've had him on the show yeah. a few times, and you know, um, I mean, it, it was like right as soon as he dropped, you know, people recognized the sickness. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. they gravitated towards sure. it, and that's what's going to happen again with uh, Doomsday and Pitt. Yeah, you know? yep. You yep. probably no, I, I totally uh, take credit too. for that. So shout out to you, uh, us fans, are we're grateful, you know. Well, uh, yeah, me too, man. I'm just glad it's all happening, dog. And and that's that's exactly the whole point of this for me is to kind of get this shit going again. Yeah. So, my personal mission. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna uh, go to the final song, Goblins and Ghouls. But before we do. I want to give you the floor, and then you can kind of outro that song for us or intro it as we outro. <laughs> but it's all yours, Oh, I brother. get it. I get it. All right. Yeah, so basically just be on the lookout for Trials and Tribulations. Um, if you want to uh, check us out right now, just go ahead, Colt Drain, uh, C-O-L-T-D-R-A-I-N-E. Look it up on Spotify, YouTube, whatever, Apocalypse Pit. And, uh, man, just share it. Go to Pit Locks Pipe. Com. Pick up some shit. We got some Pocos Fit merch there. We got just normal shirts too and shit. Um, appreciate it, man. Trials and tribulations will be out soon. And uh, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff coming, man. We just, we just, uh, we just appreciate everybody that's out there showing us some love right now because we know it's been a minute. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so. man. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, man. It, when you hit me up. Um, you know, um, I was excited. I was amped up because, uh, you know, I've been waiting for this too. And I'm a fan just like, uh, you know, uh, everybody else. And um, these guys are very talented yeah. individuals. And, and so is yourself, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Now, tell it. everybody um, about – no, go ahead. I'm sorry, brother. No, it's cool. I, I was curious. I meant to ask you this. But, like, were you in just shock that, like, uh, you got you got a response years later from what you messaged Pitt? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because uh, once again, shout out to old school Danny uh, B, man. Um, he, oh, yeah. Before I even messaged him, um, he uh, he wanted me to interview them, and uh, he he put me in touch with him, and I talked to Pitt on the phone. We were going to do it, uh, but whatever happened, uh, it, just, it, it just didn't happen at the time. And then, yeah, out of the blue, you contacted me. <laughs> And I was the first thing I do is I hit up old school Danny B. I was like, "You're never gonna fucking believe this," you know. Uh, so that was uh, that was dope, man. You know, oh, yeah. and I know the fans uh, that are our, our audience, man. Like I said, we're cut from the murder dog cloth, so they appreciate that. You know. Yeah. Glad you yeah, came to us. Best fans, bro. If you if you read Murder Dog and followed all that shit back back then, like, and you know, real music. That's. Just, there's no getting around it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Um, once again, thank you, man, for everything. Uh, now, this uh, this song here, um, Ghosts, or, or I'm sorry, Goblins and Ghouls. I'm thinking of the old Nintendo game, Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> this is Goblins and Ghouls. Um, tell everybody about this one. Did you do the production? And it's featuring Pit, right? Yeah, 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 I did the production, and uh, it, it's actually our project. It's from Bled October. We just kind of, you know, we're gearing up. We're going through the motions, you know, so we decided to drop an EP before Halloween like the rest of the world. And, uh, you know, it's it's five solid tracks, Spice One, Twisted Insane. Uh, I got some of the homies from Spokane on there. Um, you know, Pitt Sun's on there, Marquise. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Definitely, definitely. Uh, here you go. Uh, this is uh, Goblins and Ghouls. Shout out to Cold Drain. Shout out to Pit Doomsday Productions. Murder Master Music Show. We're signing off. Enjoy this track. Two. 
God that you don't know the rules. Beware of the stairs if you got you some jewels. Stay prepared, then I don't need to follow the fools. Be careful out there, there's goblins and ghouls. And I swear to God that you don't know the rules. Beware of the stairs if you got you some jewels. Stay prepared, then I don't need to follow the fools. Deep down below in the dark ass caves, they say they found the bones. A human remains in the spooky ass forest where it always rains. In a land of the lost, so what can hear you scream? How low would you go to find a window go? Catch facts of big fish or a slender man fall and take a chance of your bitch get raped by Ray. Maybe Sam and Dean Winchester, the happy escape. There's some things out there that you just can't explain. Have a nigga on stuck, put a stain in your brain. That scarecrow in your crotch ain't looking the same. That motherfucking trench coat starting to look like wings. Creep show, cheaper creepers, paranormal activity. The stickers to eat the supernatural entities. Shape shifters, vampires, werewolves, man. There's all kind of sorts of ghouls and goblins. Be careful out there, there's goblins and ghouls. And I swear to God that you don't know the rules. Beware of the stairs if you got you some jewels. Stay prepared, then I don't need to follow the fools. Be careful out there, there's goblins and ghouls. And I swear to God that you don't know the rules. Beware of the stairs if you got you some jewels. Stay prepared, then I don't need to follow the fools. Boys, step your feet up on that concrete. You better believe they watching you raw me. Witches cast spells with the beauty of donkeys. Demons stalking softly and promise lots is costly. Some of these motherfuckers looking fresh out the grave. A mess with festering marks of the plague. Street prophets parting dolphin. Seas with a wave under the bridge. Trolls lurk with the evil enslaved. But they don't just keep to the gazes out in the open. Set the shit quick, praying on you wanting and hoping. Eating but live bloody smiles, stopping and soaking. I'm always watching survey the land, see the options it's holding. Cautionary, but should be common sense. Although they can't read, no need to put the sign on the fence. Flush out the rats, put mustard, gas in the vents, and put a clip in your crucifix for the master helping. Be careful out there, there's goblins and ghouls. And I swear to God that you don't know the rules. Beware of the stairs if you got you some jewels. Stay prepared, then I don't need to follow the fools. Be careful out there, there's goblins and ghouls. And I swear to God that you don't know the rules. Beware of the stairs if you got you some jewels. Stay prepared, then I don't need to follow the fools.